Welcome back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast. I'm Zahar and Lucas. We're back. Um, it's been a while, like a month or so. Um, yeah. We have things to talk about, I guess. We'll touch on a couple of things that are ha- been happening around the league. Yeah, it's um, just the summertime. Summertime, nothing happens. We we take a break. Um, yeah. we, we we started school, which is nice, in person yeah, too, yep, which is great. Yep. I saw Lucas for the first time. In, we saw each other for the first time in a year years. and a half. Almost two years, yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Um, we I wanted to record in person, but the studio that we were going to use um, is still closed because of COVID and all this other stuff. So we're, we're going to go virtual. Um, I do have an... I might have be able to have a setup, but I don't know if we'll have space at the Man. school to record because everything's kind of just shitty yeah. when it comes to being at school. So we'll keep this set up. We might do an in-person episode um once i can figure some stuff out but mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes um but my, for the most my, part it's gonna be in person my my desk where i have all my stuff if i showed you my desk right now you would be so disappointed in, in my organizational skills my desk is a mess all yeah, right it's 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 been tough school so i just realized that schools this year is gonna be a lot more work than it was previous years and yeah. um I don't know how this episodes and schedules is going to go for the season of this upcoming. Um, we're going to try to have two episodes a week. We're going to, tr- we're definitely going to have like Mondays is the only day where I literally have nothing, no work, no school. So probably Monday, like today Monday, will be definite. And Thursday. I don't know how your schedule is on Thursday, but Thursday, Thursdays, Thursday is going to be a tough one. Thursday will be, a, be tough a tough one. one. Okay. <laughs> we'll figure it out, but we'll have at least one episode a week because mm-hmm. we have to do it because, um, I don't know how much listeners we're going to get because we're we just need, doing this. Because content. Content and experience for when we actually make it out to the real world. Mm-hmm. Lucas actually started writing. Uh, no, uh, started reporting for, not for someone, but you started reporting for the lacrosse team. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So, how was your summer when you came to like recording? How was, okay, let's go. Let's, let's do our summer, our summer recap. So uh, in the midst of, of, uh, um, lifeguarding i was also uh here's my actually i got a i got a media press pass nice <laughs> you can only see it for the uh ontario junior lacrosse league uh and covering the oakville buzz which was really fun next week is is when nice. i start covering the oakville blades which is the oakville hockey team uh for the ojhl which is going to be really fun um but so for the oakville buzz i covered their uh tournament that they had um it was a lot of fun going to just being at a live sporting event was fun. Um, I'm personally not the biggest lacrosse uh, fan. I, I didn't really grow up watching it, but it's, it's a, it's a very lacrosse is a very quick game to pick up. Uh, just for, just as a casual, as a casual fan, you can, you can definitely watch it. Um, uh, it, it was, it was, it was a great experience to just, uh, to do it and to report on it and to write about it. Uh, was a lot of fun, and it was uh, it, it was it, it was an experience I'd never had, but one that I hope to have a lot a lot more. And yeah, it was it was a great time. And uh, I'm going to start with the blades next week, which is a which is a sport that I'm a, a lot more familiar with. Yeah. Um, um, and talking yeah. about lacrosse, my teacher John Tavares in high school, it was John Tavares's. So the hockey player John Tavares, his uncle is John Tavares. And he was my math teacher in high school. Oh, and the guy he... from the uh, Burlington Bandits? Yep. Oh, wait. Oh, no, not the, the Buffalo Bandits. Buffalo Jesus. Bandits, yeah. He and was teacher he... in high school? Yeah, he was my teacher in high school. And, like, when you John Tavares... 
No, it's I don't know. I I, I was thinking this ever came I mean, up. But when John Tavares, that's crazy. When John Tavares was doing the whole signing thing, I was in school with him, and he's like, he's like, he did not talk to him when the whole thing was going out. He didn't ask any questions or anything, and like the moment he called him, the mo- like I, he called his dad first, and then he like, called his uncle right after signing that. So that was kind of cool when he was talking about like the whole thing. Um, but also. Speaking of John Tavares, the, uh, the my teacher, the uh, uncle, he is like the Wayne Gretzky of lacrosse. Like he is just disgusting when it comes to lacrosse, and I think he holds like every single record that is in like, like the American. I know he has his, he has his jersey. He has his jersey retired in the Buffalo Sabers arena because that's where that's where Buffalo the Buffalo lacrosse. I know he has his jersey yeah, retired. Yeah. yeah. And I think he he does coaching there and stuff like that. So yeah, it, I my teach my teacher was john tavares's uncle which was pretty jokes mm-hmm. so that's that's yeah teacher is john tavares's uncle yeah uh and was i guess the best lacrosse player which i know i know that he's and i and i, I think i think like leafs john tavares did play lacrosse which is why when he was a lot younger he uh, even now like john tavares has such a great hand eye with his stick yeah, yeah yeah because i know and i'm sure that's because he played lacrosse yeah and also he was a great math teacher so so okay. he's he's good on and off the field. So good, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. I, I don't know how that did, never came up, but that, that's crazy. Happened. That's crazy. Uh, on the other hand, my summer wasn't so eventful. I didn't go uh, report on anything. I did do a, a bunch of uh, just. I've just been at the cottage, just relaxing and having a good time. So mm-hmm. um, I've been doing some weddings. I'm actually shooting my first full wedding with reception and everything. I'm shooting that on Saturday, so that's going to be. Very fun, but very stressful. So we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. In terms of hockey, though, nothing really happened. Like, nothing major. There were a couple of small things that happened. Um, I think there's news out today that in Toronto, um, Raptors and the Toronto Maple Leafs expect to be playing in a full arena. Pack. What? I did not see this. I saw that. Yeah I, th- yeah, I think it was on the news somewhere. That's what they're expecting to happen. But depending on how the whole fourth wave goes or just how COVID is going to be interfering with our lives in the next couple of months, we'll see how that goes. But hopefully the way things look like there isn't going to be a major shutdown again, which is a good thing because I don't really want to deal with another shutdown. Don't, don't, don't even put that in the ether. That's, yeah. that's all I'm saying is don't put that out in the ether because I couldn't deal with it again. And I'm sure, um, I'm sure no one can deal with it. Yeah. Um, another thing that came out of like thing is the Montreal Canadiens are going to host the 2022 NHL draft in Montreal. So weren't they supposed to host it this year and then it got transferred over? Like maybe, maybe uh, I don't. Was it? I don't. Was I? Yeah, I think I read that somewhere, but whatever. Um, other than that, nothing major. Like, there's no major science. Well, science. there was the no, we didn't. We actually have never talked about the the caught Kami offer sheet. We didn't talk about that. Oh yeah, because we just yeah. Because yeah, we were yeah, we just didn't we on vacation. Uh, yeah. So hold on, look at so Toronto Star, the Leafs and Raptors are planning to play in front of full capacity crowds. Jeez, Louise, I am thank. I was I was expecting like oh we'll have like ten thousand, uh, yeah. and I think I think at, at least they'll have ten thousand. If that's yeah. what it, if that's what it's failing is at least ten thousand, which will which that's that's amazing. Oh my god, I, and that makes me even more excited for the most underwhelming team in my entire one of my entire life. Okay, we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Just um, what Lucas brought up was Kakanami offer sheet. We didn't really talk about it. 
there wasn't much to talk about because people got offer sheeted and most of the time the offer sheet doesn't go through because the team matches mm-hmm. it or offers just don't happen. But it happened and what what do you what do you think? Um I I think just the whole thing behind it is really funny. Cause okay. I'm trying not to not to say this, and I don't I don't believe it, but it's a little on the nose that Don Waddell literally and figuratively was kind of was I got the sense that he was doing it just to get back at Mark Bergevin for offer sheeting Sebastian Ajo. I'm not saying like I I think he probably did want Kakanyemi. I I I wouldn't have paid him that much money personally. I wouldn't have. Um, it's one year, so it's one, which is one year. But the thing with Montreal is, if they were to match that, they couldn't extend. They they couldn't. Oh, we match it, and then we'll extend him for four million. No, they'd have to do at least six point one million yep. for his next extension. Yeah, which that's a that's that doesn't really make much sense to me. But whatever, it's the NHL. Nothing makes sense. Um, and so. I understand it. So for one year, he'll be overpaid. And we'll say like for the next four, he'll have a $4 million or $5 million for five yeah, years. He's, like he's, it'll yeah, be one of those contracts. Five, yeah. So God, like just the whole thing with him in Montreal is that, is that a waste of a, is that a waste of a draft pick now? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's a waste of a draft pick because he was, he wasn't terrible, but he did get, didn't he get benched the entire, no, not benched, benched in the cup he final. Was, yeah, and then he got scratched for a couple of games in the cup final. Like, like that's that was so like in the Leaf series he was great. I mean, we're not going to get into it, but in the Leaf series he was good after being scratched for the first game. Yeah. Um. Av- and in um and all the other series he was fine. He wasn't ter- he wasn't terrible. Wasn't a ama- like he was. And even in the cup final he scored a goal. Um, like what. What Kasperi? Uh, Jesus, people call him KK. I have no idea why. Ka- like, is it's Kasperi Kotkaniemi? I just don't know. But okay, um, two Kasperi K's Kotkaniemi. Last name? Uh, pff, sure, that's probably why. Um, Kasperi Kotkaniemi. I feel is one of those players who always underperforms in the regular season, but overperforms in the playoffs. And I think that's maybe why why he has a he's he has a, young. I don't like he's still young, so it's like I don't understand why is everyone in such a rush to get him out in Montreal, but he's still young. Um, I, I don't, I'm not sure where I heard this from, but I think it was on a podcast and they were saying that Ducharme isn't a fan of his. Uh, which I could, which I could. Okay. If that's not really that, that big of a surprise, seeing as he scratched him multiple times in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and I think that's, and that's a big, that, that makes sense that he wouldn't be the biggest fan of him because he scratched him. Or, and well, if you if your head coach doesn't like you, then I understand. If your head coach doesn't trust you. There's no point in trust you, you know, or like you. Yeah. Um, then what's the point of staying in where you're staying? And you have an offer sheet that you can get a lot of money for one year at least, and see how that goes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, Carolina. I think Carolina has a pretty uh, has a pretty good roster. I just their goaltending. I, me and Trevor Anderson. are like. Me and Travel in their last um, in our last episode, I wanted to get to Carolina and totally forgot about it because I just wanted to talk about how they took they did some questionable signings. We'll just leave it at that. Um, yep. Let me just look at Carolina's roster. So like, so like on the 
Oh, on the offense, Aho Sveshnikov just got a new deal, which is very, very good. Uh, yep. Jordan Stahl is always Jordan Stahl's reliable. Uh, Tara Vine is a good up to their player. Age, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Tara Vine is always really good. Nita Ryder's good. Trocheck is very good. Uh, Marty Natchez is one of the most underrated players. Uh, that that probably just doesn't get talked about because he's in Carolina. And then their defense is gr- is great too. It's Slavin and Brady Shea. Jake Gardner's there. He's not that good. Um, Brett Pesci's really good. Ethan Bear, who they got from Edmonton, is really good. Which is that that guy's good, and they're gonna like that's a steal from them. For what, steal. What they have uh, I I forget who Edmonton got. Uh, oh, they got they got more Gadiki. I'm pretty sure is who they got. But then they signed Tony D'Angelo and uh, Tony D'Angelo. Then they trade. Um, what was his, what's the goalie's name? No. Well, they got Anderson. Neither. Oh, they, they, no, sorry. They traded uh, Nadelkovich. Yeah, Nadelkovich to Detroit. For and no reason. Nadelkovich looked like a future, like, Vesna winning goalie. Um, he, was at a, he was a great rookie in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and they just dealt him because they didn't want to spend $3 million. Mm-hmm. But they'd rather, give, they'd rather give Frederick Anderson two years at 4.5 and Antti Randa two years uh, at $2 million. Uh, and they'd rather sign Anthony D'Angelo and take a bet on him. Like I, I was, I was very confused by the Carolina Hurricanes decisions. So Carolina did a lot of good moves, and then there's these like weird moves, like Anderson, the traded with Detroit for the goalie, uh, D'Angelo. Hey, I've been like, saying this about Detroit. Like, what? They're they're the Empire may rise again because no, because. This, not, not this, this year. year. Oh, yeah, not okay, this okay. year. I'm saying like like eventually we could see the rise of the empire again because like Dylan Larkin's great. Jacob Vrana, who they just signed, is very good. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, I, I like uh, Robbie Fabry, and they just got their goalie of the future. Yeah. So I don't uh, like it's not going to rise this year, but it's it's not. Buffalo's going to be going to be worse than Detroit. I think that's I think that's what, that's what we'll say. <laughs> On the topic of Buffalo, we still have no idea what's happening with Jack Eichel. Apparently, he's reporting to camp. I saw that he's going to camp. And so, who know, is he going to play this season? Is he just going to sit out? <laughs> I like I don't, I don't know what's happening in in Buffalo, and it's going to be interesting to see. I don't um, think Buffalo. I don't think Kevin Adams knows what's happening in Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor. So, poor team. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Talking about like just signings around the um, around the league, a bunch of players got signed to professional tryouts. Senators signed Tyler Ennis. Um, uh, New Jersey Devils signed forward Frederick Gauthier to a PTO. Oh, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs signed forward Nikita Gustav to a professional tryout. Um, James Neal and Michael Froelich signed a professional tryout with. With the Blues, I think. Interesting. Um, and then, yeah, that's about it. Um, a mm-hmm. couple, like, uh, I don't think we talk about it, but uh, oh, we talked about it. Chara signed um, a one-year deal on the, with the Islanders. Going back, going back the home. Islanders, going back home. Which makes me think that he might finish his career. This might actually be his last year. Zdeno Chara was was a pylon last year. I'm sorry. Like I know, I know that I know that just Chara's Chara's awareness and Chara's just size. stature and size is intimidating enough. Yeah, he can't do anything anymore. It's 
It's unfortunate. Know, but... It's unfortunate because for a decade he was the best defenseman. Yeah. It's it's not there. It's not there anymore. It's unfortunate. I, I'm a Leaf fan. I wanted the state to come, but it's actually kind of sad to see it come. Uh, well, yeah. I think I think he's going for another cup run with the Islanders. They made it to the conference finals um, last year, and um, I think I think he's just going for another cup run. Uh, if he get, went back to the team that he first started with, I that could be an indicator that he's retiring after this year, which I wouldn't be surprised if he does. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But um, I think he's going to be – he's just going to be a third-line guy and uh, just with his giant stick and big body out there. I, I – there's – the unfortunate thing is he can't – he can't do much anymore. Like, yeah. like especially with, with players – like, okay, he's going to be in the Metro division. The, the Metro definitely has some older – some older players. Older teams, um, too. Yeah. Hold on. Let me just – uh, I like think, and I think in this, I think older, in this episode, Pittsburgh's I think in this episode older. we'll do our predictions too. Sorry, I keep cutting off. We'll probably we'll, we'll do some predictions. I think too. P- Pittsburgh's older. Uh, the Capitals are older. New Jersey's young and terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is there? The Islanders, uh, Columbus New is York. A, Columbus. Columbus is going to be a weird team. I'm not. I don't know what I don't know what they're doing. I feel Columbus is going to trade Liney at the trade deadline. That's what's going to happen. Well, hold on. So I know Line is okay. So he still is an RF. See, here's my thing with one year contracts. I'm not the biggest fan of one year contracts because you're just delaying the inevitable. Yeah. I'm not a fan of one year contracts when it comes to like your big players. When it's like the smaller guys or like bottom six guys, like, I don't care. Like who, who was Edmonton signed uh, Yamamoto? They, yeah, they Yamamoto signed him for, for, for one, one year. Point, and I'm just like, you're going to do, you're just going to do the same thing next year for 1.175. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some other signings, if we're talking about that, is Golden Knights signed for Nolan Patrick to a year, two-year deal, $2.4 million. Um, and one more thing. Um, Bozak is back with the Blues for a one-year contract. Good for Tyler Bozak. Um, I, have a, I have a list of currently uh, currently unsigned RFAs, if you want to go through those. Um, just see, sure, actually. Just, just to see. Okay. So the first one, we talk about Buffalo. Rasmus Dallin doesn't have a contract. He doesn't? Does not. He is currently an, a restricted free agent without a contract. Oh, my God. Um, Unrestricted or restricted? RFA. All right. So restricted. Okay. Yeah. So Buffalo – what does Buffalo have? Buffalo has $23 million in cap space. So but I think what's holding the back is the fact, that, like, does Rasmus tell anyone who want to actually play there? <laughs> yeah. What's holding the back? I wouldn't hate, uh, I wouldn't hate having Rasmus Dillian on my team. He's young uh, and he's gonna get better. So he's not the best in his defensive zone, personally. I I remember watching him and I, I don't know if he, he probably just had a bad game. Like that okay, happens. So so two things about that. Okay, so first of all, he's young. Second of all, he's been in Buffalo without any support when it comes to learning how to play proper defense. Mm-hmm. So hold on, that, so on that that twenty three million. I don't think it counts. I don't think it counts Jack Eichel. So thir- so thirteen million. Sorry. So thirteen million. So he can get like an eight million dollar contract. Because yeah. Buffalo tax, because buff because the Buffalo tax. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it probably yeah, the Buffalo tax exists. Yo, they're yo, yeah. Craig Anderson, Craig Anderson's forty year old ass is gonna come out <laughs> along with Aaron Dell. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, this team's horrible. Toronto Holy Maple shit. Leaf legend Aaron, Aaron Dell. Poor, like he would have been a really good third goalie, but stupid waivers. And we needed him. 
We did. We needed him. When the season went on, we needed him, and we didn't and, have him. So Yeah. Uh, hold on. What's uh? So let me look at Buffalo. Okay, so Buffalo does have two first round picks because they got a they got a first a conditional first for a Sam Reinhart. Uh, if the te- if the pick is top ten, uh, okay. So if the pick's top ten, it goes back to Florida. I I see the I see the Panthers making the playoffs, so I don't think that's gonna. Yeah. So they're gonna get that. So I think that's gonna be a. So, so they'll have two first round picks. They're probably gonna have actually you can't trade anyone because they're Buffalo. Um, I mean, unless unless you trade Jack Eigel for like 10 firsts, which that's not gonna happen. Look, no like, one's gonna take him because he can't play, and that's a problem. Like with Eichel, Eichel's trade value is going so far down because he has nothing, which is because like he actually like no one's seen him play. So his trade value is going so first of all, no one's seen him play. Second of all, he has a lagging uh neck injury. Nagging or like nagging 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 uh neck injury that is dangerous to operate, and you have no idea if he's gonna be able to play hockey for your team. And every day it gets closer to the um training camp is dropping his value. I don't, you know, know. Like, Leafs, I don't know. Let's be honest. When the Leafs play play them outdoors, like the Leafs are going to lose. Like I we was, already know that's going to. We already know I that's going to happen. Uh, I just want to think. Um, the NHL confirms that the Leafs and Sabers will play an outdoor game at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton on March 13th. I want to so, see if I can get tickets to that because I live very close to Hamilton. I want to see if I can get tickets to that. Uh, we'll see because we all know we all know the Leafs are losing that game because they're playing the Sabers. Okay, so first of all, that that <laughs> arena is going to be packed it's gonna yeah. be sold out in like 30 seconds and we're gonna lose that game. yes that, that's how it's gonna go because <laughs> it always because that's, that's what always happens because because yeah. it's a big game against a team that they should win yeah have you heard the story before um so that so yeah so rasmus dalins currently still doesn't have a contract buffalo's a shit show we've, we've talked about this before brady kachuk doesn't have a contract still. brady kachuk was the next name i was going to bring up so and apparently Ottawa... it's not even close when it comes to okay. their contract negotiations here's, so here's my here's my thing uh sorry you have, you have a brother right yes i do older brother okay uh do you have multiple you have multiple brothers correct no i have an older brother and then two younger sisters oh two younger sisters okay so you have an older brother you know who else has an older brother? Brady Kachuk has an older brother. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were in the middle of a of a work thing where you're trying to keep everything quiet, um, and you you explain to your brother um, what's happening, how it's kind of it's really stressful, it's stressful, and then your brother gets asked, "How's your brother's well, work thing coming along?" And your brother says, "Well, not good. They're not even close to finished." <laughs> Would you be? at all mad at your brother or just be like you know what he's right <laughs> just a little bit no i'd be really pissed off i'd be like matthew bro kachuk, come on because matthew kachuk literally came out and said they're not even close yeah so when Pre- uh matthew kachuk uh, was doing the uh the social media or no the just the media interviews rounds. and the media rounds yeah he's like oh they're not even close and i'm like oh, why why would you even say anything? You should have been like, I have no idea what's going on. Um, that's none of my business. Like, why? I, 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 I'm in the same boat. Like, I don't, I don't have a brother personally, but if one of my sisters, if one of my sisters said something about something along those lines, I would be extremely upset because that's none of their business. It's actually yep. only my business. 
but he said what he said and um like what are you gonna do at this point i think that just puts more stress on on um on brady on brady yeah and just that whole contract negotiation so that that gets worked out before um it's too late Mm -hmm. so and the senators have okay it'll get done like it, it will get done. It's like, I feel like the, the, the centers are in a very similar spot to the Leafs were when William Nylander held out the entire season. There was something about what was happening where I go, this is going to go to the bitter, 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 bitter end, the very last day. And I don't think that's, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I remember being like in that summer where Nylander held out, they had literally just signed Tavares. And I'm like, okay, they have $13 million in cap space. Just yeah. figure something out. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Give him, like, just give him something. So I think, I understand what you're talking about, but I think this this is a bit different just because the Senators are, they don't have a Matthews or Marner coming down the line when it compared to, like, when Nylander was doing the whole negotiating. Because Nylander had to get the most, but also the general manager, or Kyle Dubas, couldn't give him too much because he knows Matthews and Martin is coming down the road and he has to do with those. He has to take those things into account too. Now, Brady Kachuk, is Brady Kachuk there Austin Matthews? Is he, does he play, doesn't he play wing? He plays left. Okay. So he's there, Mitch Marner, even though they're com- two completely different players, yes. two completely different players in this made up scenario. He's a, he, he is a winger. This is not, he's, he's actually a winger. It says left wing slash center. Maybe he plays center sometimes, sure. but uh, he is generally a winger. So he could be, he is their version of Mitch Marner, I guess. Now, are they just trying to like, is Brady Kachuk going to get double digits? No, I don't think he is. He should, he shouldn't personally. Like I'm looking he at sh- this and saying, if you're looking at the market value, he should not be getting double digits. I look at this and say, Tom Shabbat has $8 million. Tom Shabbat will be our captain. Like, I don't know why he isn't the captain already, but Thomas Shabbat will be our captain one day. Yeah. Wait, how um, much is Thomas Shabbat's making eight? Eight, eight mil. So I'd say like Brady probably seven, six, seven. Six, uh, seven. And, and uh, how many, how many years do you think it's going to end up being? So from what I've heard and read, I, uh, Brady wants a shorter contract. So if it's a shorter contract, then I think it's going to be like around six. If it's a mm-hmm. longer contract, I think it's going to be bumped up to seven. So that just depends on how – because I think Brady Kachuk, he's in this weird position where him and his brother are one-of-a-kind players in today's – there and, aren't many of these type of players that play their style of hockey. And, and if I was him, I would be trying to get a short-term deal so that – once I start putting actual points up and the team gets good, I'm going to be able to make a bigger impact and I can get paid for what I do. Speaking of his brother, he will be an RFA with L- with arbitration rights after this season. Calgary Matthew. is going to be an interesting place, but... I've heard that Johnny Goudreau is in the talks with an extension. I heard that from CJ. Um, not personally. I don't know. I do not... I've met CJ once. I don't know him personally, though. Uh, I just heard him say it, say it uh, that they're working on extension, but Johnny Goudreau is a UFA at the end of this year. Also, Sean Monahan will be a UF, UFA uh, in two in two years. So this season that we just pulled, no, this is this is what's weird about this type of year. So uh, after next oh season, God, I'm trying I'm, tr- I'm trying to I'm trying to phrase this correctly. So 
So we have this season that is about to happen, and then after the next season, he's a UFA. Yeah, uh, two seasons. Yeah, Sean, Sean Monahan is, and uh, uh, and so they're they're gonna they're really gonna have to make a choice of are we gonna run with do we build a team about around Matthew Kachuk or do we build a team around Johnny Goudreau? Yep, That's... and they're gonna they're gonna have to decide that. They lost uh, um, Mark Giordano, so they're gonna have to figure out what direction they want to go into. Yeah, they're not gonna have a captain this year, which is which will be which is definitely gonna be weird. Well, um, I think I think they could announce a captain like during training camp or before training camp. So Blake Coleman still... because he's gritty, it makes more money than he should. <laughs> Matthew Kachuk, call him <laughs> captain. And then, and then and then that and that right there is that right there is the day that Johnny Goudreau asks demands for a trade. Yeah. Because he knows yeah. that he's not going to be there for the for he's because he knows he's not going to be there anytime soon. Yeah, that's I think that's going to that that might be what happens because that yeah. locker room we, we talked about it many times. That locker room definitely was not on the right on the right terms during this past season. Yeah, um, just one more thing on the Senators. Um, Pierre Dorian gets a contract session for 2020 till 2024, 2025. So that's three more years. Mm-hmm. Um, so good on him he's mm-hmm. been dealt some cards and he's looks like he's about to pull off a really good team uh, not yet but he's building a really good team with very little to to like to deal with or to, like very little things that he has control over you, you want to know why i don't know why he's i think i think a big reason why the centers have turned out so good as much as he's talked, Eugene has talked a lot less than yep. <laughs> that he has in past years. He's let Pierre Dorian GM and let him do the job that he's yeah. given. Yeah. And Eugene has de- definitely sort of calmed down. Watch t- tomorrow. Tomorrow something's going to come out where Eugene's just going to be like, eh, this, 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 and that. And we're going, well, Eugene this is bad. is doing what Eugene is supposed to do. Shut up and don't say anything. Which was you hard for out, him for a long you time. You come out once a year. And just be like, my team is great. I'm working on it. I trust Pierre Dorian. And I'm excited for this future season. That's it. That's all you say. You don't say anything else. And that's it. And You know, maybe the Senators so far, will look good somewhere else. <laughs> that's what you say. <laughs> at a goddamn at the outdoor game. <laughs> at the outdoor was, it, game. was it? Where was it? it was, was like, it, yeah. I think it was in Ottawa. I think it was, yeah, it was in Ottawa. It was in, in water. It wasn't it in front of the parliament? Yeah, I think so. It was it was definitely it was an Ottawa like based event against Montreal. Like that's a yeah, that's a big deal. Like with of the fr- of the French community, I'm sure that's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, if if there's a market somewhere else uh, that has better like, oh, business, I might move stuff. there. And then he was comparing. He it said to, like, that on Tim and said. Store. Sorry, and, what about the grocery store? He was talking about like oh. As a businessman, if a, one grocery store is making more profits somewhere else, then you have to move it. I swear that it's something that he said during that I, interview. I wouldn't put it past him. All right. Yeah. So uh, next RFA we have is Krill Free Stuff, which is going to be an interesting uh, okay, negotiation. So Minnesota has to sign this contract. Because if they don't, they're going to be kind of a boring team. If Minnesota doesn't sign this contract, they're they're going to be you're, you're right there there's no direction for minnesota if they if, if they don't have Kurisov, they don't have any they don't have any direction but the, the problem, problem for minnesota is 
they can't go all in on Kaprizov because next year they're going to be they're going to be paying um, Zach Parise and Ryan Suter's buyout clauses, which for which which so next year it kicks in at twelve point seven, then fourteen point seven and fourteen points. There's a three year gap where they literally are going to be so bad just because of their dead cap buyouts. And so, well, yeah. so this so this year they have to go. For, I don't know. I don't know if they're thinking, how about we just say screw it and give him like a one year, $10 million contract or like one year, you know, I'll exit yeah. one basket and just go for it. Or if they're, if they're actually considering giving it, I've heard that they're considering like eight years, 9 million, which I think is too much because he's played 56 games in the, in the NHL. Yeah. But it's also, he is from Russia and Russia. I think one of the teams was offering him a six figures job, a six figure, um, like, a contract so like there is a high chance that he might just leave and go to go to um russia yeah there is a high chance there's there's, it's it's very weird players that come over from russia is you always you always have that there always is that part of it could happen where they just they're just up and leave like there is a part that 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 is that is something that could happen it's the it's the Kovalchuk effect. It's the Yager effect. Like it could happen. Um, I think it's more of like pl- just players from Europe. Like yeah, they could just once they don't really see a career in the NHL anymore, they just like okay, I'm out. I'm going what's to so funny is, or Finnish league. What's so funny is the Yager situation. The Yager situation was legitimately like he was playing and he was still playing at somewhat of a high level. And it was just like, wait, you're going to pay me how much to play in the KHL? All right, bye-bye. And he left for like three years. Yeah. And he was like 49 right now. And I just, I swear I saw a clip on Twitter somewhere where he scored a goal. And of he's course, like he's Jeremy Yager. Because yeah, he's, he's an absolute, just, he's an absolute yeah. animal, this yeah, guy. And he's just scoring goals at 49 in mm-hmm. a, like a semi-professional league, which is pretty good. Hey, good, good for, good for Yager. But back, no, back to Kaprizov, you're right. Like if they don't, if they don't get this done, like they're going to be boring they're gonna be the old they're gonna be the old minnesota wild they're gonna be okay this year and then they're gonna be screwed for the next three four years so because of those contract so the three-year window that so the 23 season 24 season and 25 season wow are we gonna be old um is when they pay (laughs) they pay a combined 12 12 million 14 million 14 million for those three years, and then it goes, and then the bio clauses against the cap are one point six 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 for the next two years. So they ask, so those we're gonna three be years. We're gonna bad. be at the age where um, our parents or grandparents are gonna be asking us, "Do you have a girlfriend?" and "Are you ready to start settling down?" They ask me that now. Oh my god! Okay, that's brutal. Okay, they don't ask. No, no, no. Okay, they don't ask me if I'm ready to settle down. They ask me. My mom asks me every day whether or not I'm in a relationship. Oh, oh my crazy. god. Oh, we're going to, I saw this hilarious, I don't know if it was a TikTok or a reel. It's like, you're single. Well, when are you going to start dating? You're dating. Well, when are you going to get engaged? You're engaged. Well, when are you going to get married? You're married. Well, well when are you going to start having kids? Okay. This is kind of like a sidebar or whatever, but like meeting girls at bars during COVID is brutal. It's like you, fun. you can't meet anyone. Okay. So first of all, you don't know how they look. Second of all, you're kind of like confined to like on like, Tinder. Is that what you mean? No, no, no. I mean like in bars, like going out. Oh, and like because they have masks. Because I've been to a, a couple bars or whatever, like restaurants, and they're just in sitting, and it's just like you can't approach a table of like you can't just approach someone because they're gonna tell you like, 
the servers are gonna be like go sit back at your table because yeah. you can't be here so it's like picking up bars and uh, picking up girls in like real life is just a non-option anymore and then tinder dating is also a non-option so i'm kind of just bad. we're kind of i'm just kind of waiting it out until like we see get i had there. like I had like a bunch of like lifeguard parties at uh during the summer so that was so there was no <laughs> I had no like you know asking anxiety anymore it was literally just like let's just let's just have a good old good old time and, and yeah. it was great it was great so back to the Minnesota Wild <laughs> yeah back to hockey at least and uh, uh, the Minnesota Wild um yeah uh, so they have so they're screwed uh this they, is they're going to all or nothing year for them um if they sign figure out for... what they're doing and um yeah the, the yeah they, they and, have to sign or they have to do something else to something else big and our last two team and our last two players play for my favorite team because of their fun nature the vancouver canucks oh. Elias patterson and oh we forgot about that they're still not signed nope and camp starts in six days a week give or take Jesus. Okay. Well, this is going to be an interesting week coming up. I'm going to be really now, busy with just my other stuff, but this, all this stuff has to get figured out within the next week. No, or are they okay. just going to sit out? Well, here, okay. Here's, oh my God, Jim, 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 Jim. They have 10.6 million to sign two players that could arguably be worth what? that exact cap hit. They have 10.6 million. But they had projected 15 last time we talked about this. No. And then free agency happened. And then free agency happened, which we all know is Jim's favorite day. But but we, we did a free agency episode with Trevor, and he said that the contracts looked okay. And I swear that he had enough money to, or he was saying that they have enough money to sign both of the contracts at like I don't at think least seven million each. I don't think Cap Friendly lies because it says right That's here they have ten. Point, yeah. They have ten points. Like there's okay. So I, there might, that's just what it says on, oh my God, that Luongo cap recapture penalty. Hilarious. Um, there could be a situation where there's someone that has to, that's going to like get bought LTIR. out or, or move or something like Michael Furland's currently on the injury reserve. He could leave. So that's 13 million, but still you <laughs> like, I don't know. You're working with the assumption that it is 10 million and you have yeah. to sign two of these players. I'm surprised no one offers seated any of these players. Literally, because Jim loves talking to the media, he literally said, he literally said, Elias Pedersen will be offer sheeted. And I don't think he, and it didn't come out that he was. Yeah. But he might have been and then just, and just didn't, you know, and sign. Didn't, uh, didn't sign it. But that's just another example. I'm like, Jim, stop. Just shut up. Um, also, if I'm Elias Pedersen and I have a deal that's paying me more than $5 million, I take that deal, No. Would you not? Five million? No, Elias Pedersen's worth way more than five million. No, no, I'm saying more than five million. Because okay, let's say Jack Hughes and uh, Elias Pedersen. They have ten million. I'm just splitting it halfway. Oh, you so mean five you mean five. you mean Quinn Quinn Hughes? Sorry, yeah, Quinn Hughes. Um, I'm just splitting down the ten million in half and just seeing yeah. how much each player would get. So like it's uh, anything more than five, I'm pretty sure I can I'm better than Cock in the Emmy, so I probably should be getting more than that. So um, I don't know, but then again, like I probably a shitty team could have offered him like with Marner and Columbus, and he just didn't want to take the take the deal. Like, okay, what was the uh, we uh, we said something about, about the Colorado Avalanche? Oh no, they couldn't do it. Never mind. But I remember we said something about the Avalanche where it was like 
oh, if they, excuse me, imagine they just offer sheet lining and be like, yo, we know that like, we know that we're going to give up a, a first at the trade deadline to make our team better. Why don't we just give it up now, uh, uh, now for the offer sheet? Yeah. So I wonder if a team like that might've done that, but it doesn't look like it. Oh, I, I clicked on, oh my God. I cl- I just clicked on their uh, cap friendly, the, the avalanche. If they don't win this year, they're in a world of hurt. That's all, that's all I'm saying. That's all okay, I'm we're going to have to cover that next time, I guess. Um, I, okay. So, so- the, the offers, the, sorry, the, the restricted free agents, the, they, there's, there's some potential for some holdouts. It's going to be interesting, and we'll see how either Vancouver, Ottawa, and or um, what was the uh, Minnesota? If either of those uh, either of those cities or either of those organizations are not burning to the ground uh, by the time of training camp because of the fans are so pissed that they didn't get this signed. I only Vancouver fans will show up to their first preseason game being like, "Where is Patty?" Like, yeah, probably. Only Canuck probably. fans would do that. Okay, so I want to talk about um, our favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and um, our expectations and the outlook on the season and just kind of everything surrounding this team and this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. After the collapse of last season um, in the playoffs I was questioning whether or not I should continue this podcast and continue being a hockey fan because it's been four years of collapses and I think it's like eight game clinching series they can't uh, game I I know what you mean it's like game game clinching I know series clinching games games. we we got there they have lost um, and I think it's 11 since the first like since the 2014 collapse. So I don't know what this team. Okay. So regular season, this team had nothing. I don't, I don't even think I'm going to be watching half the games half the time because I have evening classes. So that's going to screwed me over, but also it doesn't matter. The regular season doesn't matter. It only matters that they make it to the playoffs and do something in the playoffs and doing something is making it past the first round which is like this that's like that's honestly not even my that's not my expectation if i'm gonna be completely honest my expectation expectation is you should minimum like i want one round win of a minimum like i or i want I want them to get past even the second round because you should have been past the first round years ago. Like their bar oh. should not be their bar should not be. Oh, we won we won a round, yay! Us as fans should not be like you know what we won a round. Let's just pack it. Let's just so you know what if they let's say they win run one round and get like trounced in the second round. You know what, guys? No, no. When will okay? So this is like this is gonna this is a real throwback. But when will you acknowledge that I was right, and we probably should have traded Marner by now because he is good, but I he's not worth the money. He's not worth the money, dude. If they don't make it past the first, second, third round, Marner is gone. I, I know that. I know that. And 
And I don't know how, like, does this team just go, like, I, if they blow this up and go full rebuild, I think I'm going to lose it. Uh, uh, I, like. I'm going to lose it, too. I'm yeah. going to lose it, too. It's, it's not going to be pretty if that, if that happens. The way things are going to go is there's going to be two, two – there's only two options. Great success, everyone's fired. That, those are the only two options this season. There is no in-between. And so, first of all, that's going to be a great – that's great for entertainment value. But as a fan, I think I might not be able to handle this season. I, I won't be able a, to handle it either. Might have I'm saying this right off the bat. By the end of the season. Right off the bat, I, I'm someone's going to have to convince me why I should watch the playoffs this year. I'm trying to convince myself that why should I be watching the regular season? I'll watch the regular season because I get happy during the regular season. During the playoffs, I might not even watch because I know I, I, I've, I've seen this movie too many times. But okay, can I, can, but can I also say this? You talked about Mitch Marner. Can we just like wait until the the first game till we can? Uh, can we just wait? Town? Yeah. No, no, no. I know. No, no, no. I'm not like. I'm. I want. There are Marner to there succeed. are legitimate Twitter accounts that their only their only existence is to tell Mitch Marner how much of a shit hockey player he is. Dude. I'm not saying he's a shit hockey player or like I want him traded today, but at the cap hit and just how he presented himself in the media and all this other stuff in the media is yeah. Or like just the interviews and like being focused on today and not worrying about um, the past. He like the couple of just interview stuff that he said. Okay. I don't, I I don't, I don't look too into that because what's his, do you want him to come out and say, I've been stewing on the past and I'm, no, and I'm gonna, it just, and I'm gonna, the and way I, and every day, every day I look back to game seven, every day I watch that clip, every day I go, Mitch, you fucking asshole, you fucking piece of shit, asshole, motherfucker, you shouldn't fucking live, you goddamn bum. Every day what? I look at no, that and I think Jesus. I should live no, on this that's planet. way too aggressive. I'm just saying the way he's really, like presenting- ask, ask Twitter, ask Twitter, it's not aggressive. It's yeah, I guess yeah, but like I'm not that upset about him or whatever. But it's it's like in the playoffs he hasn't performed, and the way he just talks about oh we'll get him next year, we'll get him next year, next year keeps coming and next year yeah. keeps going, and we're still in the same spot. So I just like he I don't know I don't know about this team anymore. Um, I'm excited that there's gonna be an outdoor game. Which they're gonna probably lose, but it'll be entertaining. It'll be an entertaining loss, as the Leafs always do. Um, what is your expectations of this team? Just like it, like regular season wise. Okay. In regular the standings, uh, I expect them to be, uh, between to be either second or third in the division. Um, honestly, honestly, a part of me kind of wishes. Okay, second or third into the division is what I is what I expect, but I don't think it'll be the worst for them if they honestly like snuck snuck in as a as like a quiet team and then just kind of. I, I, what I want is for them to like completely heat up from the months of like January to April and then just blow the doors off in the playoffs, but it doesn't happen. There is so, a Toronto Maple Leafs. They, anything they do will not be quiet. I know. So. so 
them I would want them to the be 16th seed is not going to happen because if they're in the 16th seed, they're going to be everyone's going to be telling uh, or everyone's going to be calling for Brendan Shanahan, Kyle Dubas, Sheldon Keith to all be fired. Yep, I I know I know, but uh, I expect them to be either either the second or third seed in the uh, in the Atlantic. Uh, that's 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 where I. That's where I put them at the moment, uh, but we'll see. We'll see if I. <laughs> um, yeah, I I expect them to be second or third. Um, I think they're gonna they're worse than. Um, I think Tampa's better than them. Um, Boston, I think they're better than Boston. Um, and the Panthers. I don't know about the Panthers. If we're talking about like that, yeah, why are people division? all of a sudden? Why are people all of a sudden after one after one like divi- one year where the Panthers were in the worst division? They're going, you know what? Look at them. Look at them, Florida Panthers. Look at how great they are. Yeah. So and and they lost. They did lose goaltending. Uh, they lost Spencer. Was it Spencer Knight or? Uh, it was it was one of them. Who did yeah, they lose so him they... to again? Was it, it was Buffalo? Seattle. In... Oh, Seattle. Oh, okay. Seattle. Seattle expansion. But they lost, uh, like, they had two young stars, uh, two young goalie stars, and they lost one of them, and they have Bobrovsky. So Bobrovsky would have to have a bounce-back season for them to bounce back and thing. So I think Toronto is in a good position to come in first or, uh, or second or third, which obviously you're going to face Boston in the first round. I bet you any money. Um, or they're going to either face Boston or the Panthers, which isn't, like... Which we'll I would rather – I wouldn't have either. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, we're going to have to slay the demons eventually, so we're going to have to go through Boston. Um, yeah, and let's so, go fucking Bruins. Yeah, so the all-in series, Toronto Maple Leaf series, is coming out in 10 days, October 1st. We're going to talk about watch the first it. four episodes and then we'll watch the fifth. Um, I don't know how it's dropping. That's the thing. On um, Amazon Prime, I, is it not? Yeah, yeah, okay. No, I know it's dropping on Amazon Prime. I don't know if it's dropping weekly or are they just dropping all the episodes? Because if they're going to drop all the episodes... I, I think they're doing all the episodes. All the episodes, okay. Then then we're going to watch all the episodes somehow between <laughs> classes. We'll and, watch them. Uh, we'll literally... We'll give you a... We'll put a, We'll have a reaction video and put them up on... No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, we can do that if you want, but I don't that'd know. Be, we'll that'd see. be... Okay. <laughs> Us watching that series, us actually watching that series, the entire time we're just gonna watch it and just be like, "Fuck, <laughs> we're gonna be so bad watching it." So, for Leafs fans, um, your expectations should be the minimum of them making the playoffs. No, actually, they should be high. You should be expecting at least a second round series, um, and and the regular season doesn't matter, mm-hmm. um. I'll watch their Saturday night is hockey night. So I'm going to be watching that game for sure. Everything, every other game of the week, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm literally going to be watching the Wednesday night game in class. It'll be great. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the Leafs. We'll see how that goes. Um, Yeah, I don't know. The Leafs. This is going to be an interesting year. This is going to be the year where it's all or nothing. Because if they... uh, don't do anything if they don't do anything and just have a disappointing first round 
then this team and management is getting blown up. Yeah. Lego, literally then the team actually is cursed. The yeah. team actually is cursed. I think, I think, but I think a good thing will be the underrated fact that like they're all vax. They're all, uh, they're not going to have to go through this weird ass protocol sort of thing. And I think that's, I think that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good thing for the, for the Leafs is that, is that they don't have to deal with all that, with the weirdness of what last season was. So that might be better, but I don't know. Yes, but that's kind of irrelevant know. to them winning. <laughs> exactly. Has nothing, the vaccine <laughs> has nothing to do with that. It's just going to make their off-ice experience a little bit easier. It's going to be nice to have American I'm teams trying, in Canada. I'm trying. Like, I'm just trying to put, put a positive light on this team, but it's hard. I'm trying. There, there's, there, I'm trying. There is very little positivity when it comes to this team. And uh, we'll see how they hold up the pressure. You know what I can't wait for? I can't wait for first 10 games in their 10 and 0. And we just, and we're just like, let's ride the pony, baby. <laughs> Dude, I'm expecting, like, I would want to go to the, uh, the, the tailgate or whatever, but I think it's on like a Wednesday and I have classes. So I'm not going to be able to make it. But for the last couple of years, I've been going to every single home opener game. And I don't think I'll be able to make this one. But, um, We'll see how that goes. The class that I have really isn't that important, so I might actually just say fuck it. (laughs) If I if I skip if I skip class and they lose, I put a that is the Leafs fault for me failing my education. (laughs) But if they win, it was worth. If they win, it's all good. I I got an email from my uh, from my boss today for lifeguarding schedule, and he he said this to me. uh, He sent us. He's like. He's like, hey, by the way, if you want any, if you want any more hours, just just email us. We'll see if we can get you. I'm like, I'm like, boss, if I if you give me any more hours, I'm failing school. Like that's the, that's like that's the truth, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So okay. So one more thing I want to talk about um, for people that are listening or listen this far. Next week, um, we're gonna um, we're gonna talk about a documentary on Netflix called um untold crime and penalties it's a 90 minute episode it's like an hour and a half give or take hour 20 it's a great if you like hockey watch this tv show uh watch this documentary it's great it's about the uh cincinnati no what was it the, the danbury trashers yeah, danbury trashers there you go um watch it we'll talk about it next week and after that, after, uh, we'll talk about a bunch of stuff next week. We'll talk about our predi- what probably way too early predictions for every division and um, the Stanley Cup winners. And uh, we'll do this documentary and then we'll give you guys an update on what's going on with around the league with all the RFAs and UFAs that are still unsigned. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Um, anything else or are we good? No. Uh, thanks for listening check us out on uh, all the streaming platforms share us recommend us a friend share the podcast and uh, we'll see you guys next week